Yeah, um, obviously, the whole Giannis thing is a big deal, um, but I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a really good series. I think I'm really I really like this Suns team. I think this could be a lie, but I don't know if anyone's gonna check me on it. But I probably didn't even say it. But during our playoff preview, I feel like I remember myself being upset that they got the Lakers in the first round because I was like, dang. You know, the Suns team could be a lot of fun, but, you know, it's the Lakers. I'm not picking against them. Um, so, again, it's kind of another thing. It's cool to see a popular first-round exit prediction team uh, to be in the finals. That's always fun, even though it's like a fake underdog because it's like they're the two seed, so it's like, you know, not an underdog. And then you got the Bucks, where, you know, you see some – as as far as the path to the finals, you know, some similarities to kind of that Raptors team, you know, with kind of got saved mm-hmm. in a game seven of round two where, you know, it could be a whole different story. You know, Giannis could be on the trade block right now somehow or rumblings at least, maybe not the trade block, but like, you know, it, it could be crazy, but, you know, KD had his foot on the line, so um, they made it you know, beat the Hawks, um, and yeah, here we are, so, um, I really want Giannis to be back 100%, it's, it's an injury, and it's kind of like with his play style, him being hurt is really, like, obviously it's a big deal when the guy's hurt, but his kind of play style, I feel like, makes it even more of a big deal, um, just based on his style, so, I don't know, should be interesting. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I, it's hard, um, a lot of people, like you said, pick the Lakers, um, which, I mean, I don't, you can't blame them, really, um. I'm not gonna blame I mean, myself, again, you're uh, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's LeBron, so it's kind of like, well, mm-hmm. you know, and not this one's, you know, I've made a class in so long, because Paul's in a great history, so it's, you kind of, um, can't blame anybody for that, and then, um. I mean, a lot of people didn't have faith in the Bucks just based on what happened, you know, last few years. And I mean, they lost Miami before, and then it's like, when are you going up against the Nets? And so it's teams have, you know, 
you know, kind of showing the doubters wrong. Um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of hard. And, you know, that's why I was hard in the last series that the um, Suns played because you didn't know Kawhi was going to be, even if he did play, which ended up not, like, how was the season playing here? We don't going to be, so it's hard to see how it's going to play out. But I guess that makes it, makes it you know, not fun because you don't want to be healthy, but I guess more intriguing. Um, and since it was already kind of a toss-up, I guess it makes it even more of one, so. Which I guess is different compared to other years where you felt like, even though they ended up only winning three of the five, you kind of felt like every year the um, Warriors were kind of a lock to win. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then last year you kind of always felt like the Lakers were a clear favorite just because of the size they had. So I guess it's nice to kind of not know who's going to win a finals for the first time in a while since, like, yeah, no, I'd agree with you. Like, going into that Heat series, it was kind of like, I don't think anybody, you know, picked them. So, and then, of course, with the Warriors. But, yeah, it should be a good matchup again. Like I said, I hope, I really hope Giannis isn't hurt because, to me, if he is hurt, I would, like, go with, well, I'll, I'll save predictions for later if we want to make it, like, an official prediction time. But, <laughs> um mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, it seems like he's the one guy who, through all these injuries, has stayed healthy. Even though I mean, I know he's missing games and stuff, but it just seems like he's the one that's kind of avoided it. And his game, like he really needs, which everybody's game does, but like his just, you know, he's gonna have court dribbling twice and dunking. It's like, oh, you, you're not somebody who like, you know, Clay Thompson, where you know you can kind of just be in the corner and shoot threes. And again, I know he Clay runs around, but it's not. I mean, you're you're not really shooters. So your game kind of just depends on that. Both the missing stuff, so. um, and you know, your defensive, your defensive ability and stuff. So um, you can't really do like what Harden did without his hamstring. Just you know, kind of be the point guard and throw bounce passes and stuff. So mm-hmm. he kind of yep. needs to be eighty, ninety percent at least. So. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, and another thing I was seeing too is kind of how this series could really affect Giannis's like you know, legacy. Yeah, I feel like a couple years ago I saw some stuff where, you know, the whole the whole next GOAT thing is always an exciting, you know, topic and possibilities are always cool, stuff like that. Um, and he was, what, drafted 2013, right? LeBron was 03, so um, if he gets this ring, he officially, you know, he's had two MVPs, a ring, and a finals MVP. Um, gets his first ring, you know, sooner than LeBron did. Um, so you kind of get into that whole, maybe he enters the chat, like, as far as, obviously he's not as accomplished yet, but as his accolades for how young he is, like, it's certainly, you know, it's possible. And then at the same time, you know, this could be his, you know, only that's the thing this could be his only finals appearance and like saying that is not like a crazy bold thing it's kind of like you know it's more rare than like um like it's not just like a given like we i think we've been spoiled with like lebron and curry um and even Kawhi kind of but it's like there's i mean legends that have only you know made it once like look at chris paul never made it like so barkley i think only made it once yeah yep barkley perfect example like this is the this is the series really that he can kind of, 
I saw someone tweet this. He can he can leapfrog the Barclays and the Malones, you know, on the all time if he's not ahead yet with the two MVPs. Um, and you know, Iverson made a one like Nash never made it. There's a ton of guys. Yeah, yeah, and he can get you know he can leapfrog Barkley and what would I say Malone and kind of get into that um, Dirk KG tier kind of. Um, obviously sitting behind Duncan, but, um, it's an interesting, yeah, a lot of, like, historical implications, I'd say, for sure. That's why, like, uh, in the NFL, and Patrick Mahomes made it, and, uh, he made his first one and one against San Francisco. People like, are you sure he's on track to win, like, six? Like, Dan Marino made it his second year, and he never made it back. Like, you never know in sports. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Because... You know, and that's where, like, you don't make it pay a lot um, early, so you when you take out the big contract. But, yeah, I mean, like, that's why, for, I guess, a lot of great point guards don't have any. Like, Jason Kidd finally won his title late in his career, but Steve Nash never won. Stockton never won. Chris Paul hasn't won. So, um, yeah, I guess a lot of legacy stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was only Chris Paul's second conference finals. Oh, that's right, and in his first one was twenty eighteen. It's not like it was, yeah, in his quote unquote then, prime, but yeah, that's just that that was that kind of surprised me. Um, all those, I mean, there's obviously the Clippers never made a conference finals, so they never made it with them. It wasn't until he was with Harden. Um, yes, though. Um, that, um, I guess talking about that series with the Clippers, um, obviously Kawhi never played, so I don't know. I think if he does, that the Clippers win the series. Um, I just I think they were the best team in the West once the Lakers went out. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of thought it was their, you know, I guess, conference to lose. Um, and um, I just and so even when, even when the, after it was 3-1, I thought they were going to win game five. And then when it went back to game six, I thought, yeah, okay, I, I, I do think that um, even though it's in L.A., I just thought that the Suns were going to, the, the Suns would close it out. I just, I mean, the Clippers, that sad. they played, you know, 18 games in 37 days or something. like. And I thought Paul George, I mean, his game was incredible. And he was really good the entire um, playoffs once Kawhi was out. And, um and, I mean, all the Clippers really did step up. Like, I mean, you got some great Cousins games and really good Beverly games and stuff. And um, I think it was just, I mean, Aiden was incredible for Phoenix. Like, I mean, everybody could really all around good series. Um, there were some really unwatchable moments um, at the end of some of those games where I was like, it's been 73-72 for, like, four mm-hmm. minutes. Nobody, on the, nobody can score. Um and especially, like, um, game two, before the eight and dunk, where I'm like, man, the, this, you know, you can tell neither of these teams are a point guard. Yes, Chris Paul didn't in yet. Um, the campaign did a good job, but um, I just, I don't know, I still think if Paul was there, just they, there were times where I'm like, they just need a basket, and Paul George is kind of out of gas, and he's done everything he can, and I mean, Reggie Jackson was great. He just, I felt like every time they did a clutch shot, he had a big three, and, um, it was a really fun series, but you could just tell that, um, and I mean, obviously we'll never know, but I really do think if Kawhi was out there that the series ends differently, but, but um, I mean, you can't blame Phoenix, like, they'll, they'll take it, and, you know, 10 years, nobody will remember that the Clippers were Kawhi, but, um, 
I know it just went a lot of different ways, but um, I guess what were your kind of overall thoughts on the series? Do you think it plays out differently if Kawhi play, um, plays? Um, yeah, I think so, just because, I mean, obviously he has such a big impact on both sides of the floor. Um, I truly, I don't know, though, if, like, they they still pull it off. Again, I really, I really like, I don't know, at the same time, these games were, like, all, well, I guess not super close. I don't know. It's, it's hard to know, but like you said, I think once it got to, that game six kind of got going, it was like, okay, this is kind of over, um. And it was funny to see the, you know, the Clippers get down 2-0. And then, and then, like, they win game three, and you're like, oh, here we go again. Um, but, yeah, I thought Paul George played well, too. Um, kind of doing all he can. Uh, he was 29-10-5. Um, which, you know, 20, 20, 29 points a game in the playoffs is no slouch. Um, and then... Uh, just our, our boy Reggie Jackson got himself, uh, I would say he got himself paid this summer. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see kind of what he gets. I wonder, <laughs> I, I know he gets compared to like Schroeder a lot. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if he somehow manages to, to find a way to, he probably won't, but get more money than uh, Schroeder, which would be an interesting development. For sure, because shooters I want to demand complete opposite directions. This play, yeah, yeah, seriously, like, yeah. Like, um, two more different guys. I mean, one guy, I see Reggie Jackson. Like every time they needed a three, he hit one. Like it was just he made so the other coach called timeouts so many times this playoffs just because he hit a big three to end up like mm-hmm. to make them go on a run. Like I've never seen a guy cause so many runs. Um, like <laughs> the team, it was just he was on such a hot streak. And every game, he'd go on a mini, like, heat check. It was incredible. And then Schroeder, like, hey, game five, you're going to give us zero points? Yeah, really? that's, Thank that's you. rough. Um, but sorry, keep going. Um, I mean, that was basically it. It's just, and then, you know, we're seeing all the Lakers fans with their absolutely hideous trade packages to find them get, find a way to get them Dame. I know that's kind of off topic, but, like, I'm glad the finals are still here, so I don't have to deal with like a timeline of complete um, trade machine stuff. Even though on Sixers Twitter it's been like that, but um, anyways, um, yeah. Again, that uh, I was listening to Zach Lowe's podcast, and I don't know if you remember the the Tyson Chandler play, which was just like the end of the oh yeah okay yeah and have the whole you know not goaltending thing and he he had like the interim coach at the time for the Suns who like he just like they would do it in practice like just he was a big like random scenarios person I guess I, don't, I guess that's mm-hmm. a coaching style <laughs> no probably a coaching attribute but um imagine that's your whole identity as a coach yeah we practice weird stuff all, that's, that's all we do <laughs> um but he was, I guess he was talking about how he's like, yeah, you know, the whole, it, it can't go in, it can't be a shot, so there's no goaltending. Um, and, like, he's saying, like, his phone was getting blown up and all that stuff, like, after the eight and play, so. Um, yeah. That was a pretty cool, um, pretty cool moment to, to see, like, just because the contrast of those two plays, where it's that Suns team 
that's just absolutely horrible. And it's like, why did Tyson Chandler go there? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then for it to be, to win a conference finals game is kind of a cool, um, kind of a cool thing, I would say. I kind of wish that you could shoot it from out of bounds. Yeah, that would be sick. I remember Jason but... Kidd was trying to um, do an alley-oop. To I think it was like, like banked it in or something. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, it was like years and years like, ago. But Curry would shoot like eighty percent. Oh yeah, he'd be nasty. From like this. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be cool. Like kind of near the bench or whatever. Because sometimes you inbound it like from, you know, when you inbound it from like behind the backboard. I think mm-hmm. like it'd be cool just to see guys try that. Because that's kind of where, yeah, Crowder was not directly behind, but he was, like, you know, off to the side there, but still in the baseline, so it was kind of a... Did you see the video of, like, they, like, hand the camera, like, to Will Bond and Stephen A in the face that they're making after it happened? Oh, yeah, that was cool, yeah. Yeah. I, I love the name of Valley that's, I wish I thought of that. Yeah, that's good. It, it's perfect, really. Yeah. You, there's literally not a better one. Yeah. Um, but I just think, like, you got to think that Clippers probably win that game. I mean, isn't Kawhi worth at least two points? That's, what, that's why I like Which to think, I know, like, like any, any of these, I guess there's just the one, one possession game. Um, but even, like, you know, game four, 84-80, you got to imagine Kawhi gets some buckets. Was so, that, that, that was the lowest winning score by any team in the NBA this season. 84 is like oh, wow. points yeah. for one game this season. So, and that, that was the game. Um, I know I said the one that Paul didn't play was bad, but this, like, um, I was watching and I was like, man, it's been 72, 71 for like a couple minutes. And then like five minutes later, of like actual time, which was probably two minutes in game time, I said, it's still 72, 71. Like nobody could score. It was so bad. I'm like, you gotta think that, you know, Kawhi gets you a bucket here. Like, yeah. it was just rough to watch. But, and I know, like, in, you know, game two, that other players for the Clippers stepped up, like, Morris would have given you a couple more than if he would have been quiet. But still, I, like, you got to think, if, you know, they probably win that game, then then they, are they up? Is it 2-1, 2-2 instead of 3-1? Like, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think, like, there's a better chance. But, yeah. You know, we'll never know, obviously, so. Hard to know. It, um, you know, it always sucks with all the injuries, because... But, I mean, it's every season when you actually... It's not this bad every season, but when you... Mm-hmm. I saw some graphic, and, you, you know, you look back, and it's like, okay, I guess there was, you know, something injury-related that kind of messed with stuff, so... Well, for the songs, like, they got by the Nuggets without Murray. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, they're, they're second-best player, and then the Lakers, like... Didn't the what was the thing with the Warriors? Eleven player. That like twenty fifteen team. They played the Grizzlies without Conley. It was all the point guards, right? Yeah, I can't. I can't think of who the other ones were, but it was kind of like they're still winning all those series. I just I think the thing with the Suns this year is, I don't think they beat the Lakers if LeBron is because LeBron wasn't one hundred percent and AD missed. Yeah. End of those games, and the thing is with them is they didn't have the size to get with the Lakers, so it's like they probably should have lost two of the three series they played. That's what's hard to take of these signs. Like I don't know, so it's like 
oh, you can't, you can't take away anything from anyone, but it's like, you guys should have lost a month ago. And yeah. then you probably should have lost last round. So it's just, it is, I don't know. So the thing with the people, like, and we wouldn't do this if it was, you know, if we really, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of hard to take because it's, like, you guys have been kind of lucky with the injury. And I know Chris Paul missed some games, but um, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, they just came out scot-free. And if, you know, if we were Stones fans, they'd be like, oh, we just. Say that again? No, I was just saying that they were, like, unscathed, really, not really affected by it. As much. Yeah. Um, I got the uh, 2015 Warriors thing pulled up. They really tried to. Oh, yeah. They tried to make. It. It's funny. So it says opposing, opposing starting point guards were not healthy. Drew Holiday, okay, stud again, one eight series. Who cares? Mike Conley, that's pretty important. And then yeah. They snuck in. They snuck Patrick Beverly in there. <laughs> From the back when he was on the Rockets, <laughs> and then Kyrie, obviously. So I thought that was funny. yeah. Well, apparently he was, you know, just, 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 okay. Yeah, you know, that was like the end of game one. The game went into overtime or something. Starting point guard, Patrick Beverly, twenty fifteen Rockets. Well, apparently he was like the the Steph disruptor. Oh, that's right. The MVP that's right, yeah. Steph that no one could was able to stop except for Patrick Beverly. Here's the here's the backup. He was. A, so, Norris Cole got some starts for the Pelicans. Nick Calathis got starts for the Grizzlies. Here's the name for oh, it. He went to Florida. Pablo Prigioni for the Rockets. And then Delvadova, obviously, oh. for, for the Cavs. So, that's a fun... Yeah, I'm kind of glad Kyrie got hurt because then you got to experience Delvadova. Right, yeah. Delhi and Mozgov. Mozgov just getting a crazy contract after that. Or was that the next year? I don't know. No, the 2015 finals was Miles Gov and Okay, yeah, you're right. Dang. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, Patrick Beverly. It's, I mean, but if any of those guys play, I mean, maybe you could say Kyrie. Like, again, those series end up on different like, like. No, no, yeah, I know. Because, <laughs> again, it's still 1-8 and 1-5. The Grizzlies might have taken them to 6, but yeah. still... Yeah, I just oh Patrick Beverly like yeah, I just remember they always try to do that like Iguodala wins Finals MVP because he holds a round like thirty six thirteen or something and mm-hmm. oh Patrick Beverly he's the only guy in the league that can guard step like can he though? It's like relax. It's like no. yeah, it's like Iguodala yeah. guarding LeBron. Like let's chill out. Um, Okay, so moving to the East. Yeah. Um, again, a series that just it was fun, but then Trey gets hurt, and then Giannis gets hurt, and we had a game where neither of them played. Um, not what you want in the conference finals. No. Um, conference finals were the best player on one team was Chris Middleton, the best player on the other team, and I don't know, John Collins, Chris Capella. Yeah, um, it, yeah. Not... Not great. Uh, I wouldn't say unwatchable, but one that you're not necessarily like. Not excited about, yeah. Because you have to watch this game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the Hawks stole game one, so they did all three rounds. Um, which, you know, good for them. Fun. I mean, Trey had 48 
I want to say minus 46, I can't remember. Um, a great game. Um, and then the Bucks, you know, kind of was, were in, um, you know, we're not letting Trey beat us. And, mm-hmm. um, just playing great the rest of the series as a team. Um, the Hawks did win the game where Trey didn't play. The Giannis got hurt in the end of the third quarter, kind of blew him out. Um, yeah. Maybe the series is different if Atlanta's totally healthy, if, um, Oh, Reddish did come back toward the end of the series. Um, but I still don't think Bogdanovich was healthy. Um, obviously, um, DeAndre Hunter wasn't there. Um, but still, I mean, a, a fun series. It went six. Um, Giannis didn't play at the end, obviously. Um, and so, I mean, if it had gone seven, you know, maybe does he try to rush back? Who knows? Um, but... I'm guessing not because if he's still not happy now, but you know, if it's a game seven, he's the NBA finals, maybe. Um, that was the thing people asking with Kawhi. If he gets to a game seven, does he come back? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was, I mean, it was fun. Um, it was kind of nice for Trey to have that great game one. I mean, he obviously wished he, got, he hadn't gotten hurt because maybe the series turns out differently, but um, I don't know what were your thoughts. Um, I know you wanted Atlanta to win. Um, but are you happy with Milwaukee winning? What were kind of your thoughts? Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess, you know, happy for Milwaukee and everything. Um, a few things with Atlanta being able to, you know, like you said, win without Trey. Um, that's what's so interesting about that roster to me. That You know, I've heard a lot of people say um, the skill being able to dribble and shoot is like looking like it's the skill to have um especially come playoff time so you know when you have a player like trey um miss you know miss time lou will herder and bogdan can like kind of scrap those points together you know just kind of with their um style of play which was something i mentioned during the sixer series just kind of whenever they if Trey was struggling, they had those other guys to kind of, like, uh, be able to carry the load offensively. Um, and then, what was I going to say? Oh, as far as the Bucks, I think this was a point I made at the start of the season that maybe I was just kind of ignoring that the playoffs started. But then at the same time, you know, they don't play a healthy Brooklyn team, so it's kind of hard to really give them too much credit but like they're in the finals so you know it counts um but just the whole you know flipping their depth for a drew holiday i mean that's what you got to do to go from perennial one seed who cares you know you lose in the playoffs into a team that can make the finals um and like you know getting that third guy in holiday those are the type of moves that um, you know, make you worse in the regular season, but, you know, improve your result in the postseason. But, you know, at the same time, again, if they play a healthy <laughs> Brooklyn, they might get blown out of the water. So it's hard to know. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But, again, it was, uh, that whole game one was, was pretty big for, um, for Trey and his legacy. And then... Um, a lot of good Chris Middleton stuff too. So, um, yeah, you know, thought the Bucks earned it. They, you know, 
Because the Sixers, you know, they were mostly oh, healthy. Yeah. You know, probably the healthiest team outside of the Suns, I guess. And it's like, oh, they couldn't do it. And then another thing I was going to say about the Suns, or the Hawks. Um, when you look at this roster, man, it's kind of scary for the next couple of years. Like, yeah. like, wow, you know. Um, they There's a chance that... Because you look at it, it's almost like kind of... Because if a Kongwu develops too, and, you know, Reddish takes even a step or a half step, and Herder plays like this, and then you still got, you know, Hunter who didn't even play, it's like, you know, I, I don't... Like when I'm playing 2K, and I'm doing the dynasty mode, and it's like, I don't have enough money to extend everybody, you know, after their rookie deal. Like, they could run into something like that. Legitimately, where you can argue all these guys could be... 15 to 20 mil guys and it's like well you know what do we do but it's like obviously a good problem to have but like before we you know get to our predictions on the finals it's like this roster man like it's a bunch of young dudes that can ball and like they're gonna be like as you know as mad about the Sixers not winning the finals this year because of the whole oh Brooklyn was down type of thing you look at the next three to five years and the Hawks could, you know, they could end up being, you know, top three seed. Like, is there now, is there now four? Maybe we're jumping the gun, but is there now a power four yeah, so in the East? It's like, like, instead of, you know, the big three in the East, is it a big four? And then even if, it's, it's crazy because, you know, Boston could come roaring back. Miami could come roaring back. It's just, are we, is the East finally, like, really good? <laughs> I don't think it'll ever get to be the West, but like you know, it's it's exciting to see. Just basically, oh, Chris Dunn got some. Well, I think the first. thing, the thing is, we don't. I think you need a second star at least, and I don't know if they have one yet. That's true. It's just their their role players are so good. That's the thing. Like, well, that's like, I can they be the first team in the new NBA? Which I guess the Raptors did this where they had one star and then a bunch of role players. Um, so I guess could they be the second team to win with one star and role players? Um, I mean, I guess maybe Milwaukee. I don't really know. If, you know Chris, Chris Middleton's kind of really more of a, of a three than a two. Yeah, I think um, that's what everybody's saying with him and uh, him and Drew are kind of both threes. You know. Yeah. Not really a true Robin, more like a 
what, Batmobile? And I guess, like, Toronto. <laughs> Alfred. Uh, uh, Kawhi was such a number one yeah. that you only needed a three. Like, he's, like, you know, he equals almost two ones in himself. So. Yeah, yeah. He was unreal. Um, plus, they're not winning that, which I know, I guess, you know, like, if they don't get hurt, hurt but still, to make a finals, you easily need a, you know, a one and a two, so... Um, seemed like with Derek when they won he was so like above and beyond what you mm-hmm. could ask a superstar normally so um, yeah I just I think Atlanta you'd almost be better like try to train a, trade a couple guys to get a second star like, yeah do you know do what Milwaukee did where you flip flip some of your mm-hmm. depth for another I mean they could be a dark horse for some of these you know some of these guys on the block you know so it should be could be interesting like, I feel like Beal would be fun on that Hawks team. You flip, like, you know, Herder or Reddish, and I know they have, they definitely yeah. have, they have picks, so. And, like, they have enough young guys that can throw in two or three of them and kind of, you know, be fine. Because even, like, it's, yeah, it's just a really fun roster. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, and again, they made it further than they're supposed to, so they're kind of like exceeded expectations. So um, it's kind of like they don't really need to make the finals to have it. You know, some teams like I mean, it was a failure of a season for Brooklyn, it was a failure of a season for Philly and the Lakers, but for Atlanta, it was you know a positive even though they didn't make it. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. So, um, I guess Milwaukee being another team that actually made it through pretty healthy um, until Giannis. Like he made a ninety-eight percent of the way there, then it gets hurt the very end. Right, right. Like he had an injury in March or something. Yeah, but, seriously. Oh, I guess Steven Chenzo is hurt, but um. Oh, that's right. I like him, but I don't think it's like I can't win the title because Tom is hurt. Um. I think we pretty much. Or um, I have one thing on the Clippers. Do you think? Like, I guess it's hard to speculate, but do you feel like Kawhi is difficult, like, as a teammate or, like, is, is, if you're working in the organization, does he seem like, well, we know he's a fun guy, <laughs> as he told us, but do you think, like, he's, I don't know, because he seems like he's so low-key, but, like, how do we, I mean, I guess, you know, maybe the team knows a lot about his injury, but do you feel like he doesn't tell them much? Do you feel like he just says, I'm going to play today, I'm not going to play today? I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to know, especially when a million percent of what I'm saying is speculation. <laughs> um, but, but that's what the fun of it is. Too. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, the whole situation with the Spurs is kind of, you know, still kind of lingers around where it's like the whole locker mm-hmm. room was like torn. I was like, is this guy actually hurt? Blah, blah, blah. Um. He definitely just has like a unique personality, obviously. I think we all know that. So I think that could definitely contribute to um you know, it, not kind of gelling with the rest of the team maybe and just being he could just have like that personality could also just mean he has a totally different mindset of what it means to be an NBA player. Like we don't know, you know, but you know, maybe he's just really trying to conserve his 
body to he could be a super duper maximize all the money I can make guy you know which I don't know if he's like I don't care about my legacy it's like I would sacrifice one title now for two extra healthy seasons type of thing perhaps like he could be because you, you know, we get it shoved down our throats all the you know legacy talk from everybody with like you know how LeBron is the main person we see and how you know Durant had to go to Golden State just so he could get his titles type of thing where you know Kawhi could just be like he's just he doesn't care about the t- he's just like that good like I know he went to LA to win but um did he go to LA to win or did he go to LA because that's the richest owner and maybe the team was able to put family members on payroll stuff like that which I, I'd heard seen maybe I read somewhere or I'm making it up but I don't know when you have someone with such a unique personality, like, his priorities could be just so much, like, just so different, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, he's, I think his, like, uncle is his um, agent. He doesn't actually have an agent. Mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. Is, yeah. I guess, like, Giannis, I think his mom might be or something, but he's the first person I've ever heard like that. Um, yeah, it was always weird that he's the one person ever that didn't get along with Coach Popovich. Like, right. It was, I mean, no one ever, like, no one, people are, I mean, KD has only played on the Olympic team because he wants to be around. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know, he's just, and again, he's the first guy who's ever, like, I'm going to set out 20 games this year. And, I mean, maybe it's smart because they won in, they're going to let him play an extra three years, like you said, and they make won in you know, Toronto, extra so. 80 million bucks. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah, people like it the Raptors, you guys are okay with him only playing 60 games. It's like, yeah, we won the title, so yeah, we're okay with him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, oh, it just, it seems weird, like, when he was sitting up in the box, um, not with his teammates, it was like, oh, it yeah. just looked weird. And then I know for game six, he was done with them, but, um, and I mean, it's, I don't know, I just, that was, it's like, your knee hurts, you're not like sick, um, which I don't know, again, maybe he's. Didn't want to be a distraction, but it just seemed weird. I was like, it's not like you're going to distract them by talking to them and annoying them. Like, um, like Kawhi, shut up over there. <laughs> That's know, never I happened. I don't know what he thought of him. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kawhi, can you quiet um, down? And it's just because, you know, like you saw Yana. You know, like, Coach, or, you know, T. Lou's like, I'm trying to drop a play here, and you're over there making dinner plans with the guys. Um, like you saw Giannis like game six, he's over there like coaching, cheering the guys on the sideline. It's like Kawhi mm-hmm. is a thousand feet up in the air, like in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely. I don't know, it's just interesting guy. He seems like so interesting. I just didn't, and maybe he communicates with the team every day, like and tells them, you know, I'm not good to go today. I mean, maybe next week or something. But I just, you know, again, it's all speculation. But I just, um, yeah, I don't know. He's he's so interesting. Um, it almost makes me like him more, the fact that... I like him more, I think, because he doesn't talk. And, um, and not in, like, Marshall Lynch way, where he, does, he doesn't talk because he likes the attention of not talking, I think. Yeah, yeah. Kawhi genuinely doesn't care. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. Do you think he'll stay in L.A.? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I don't know where... I guess there's rumblings about different trades and stuff but 
is was Miami one of them? I don't know how him and Jimmy would be. I don't like. Might as well just stay with. I don't know. I, I if I had to put money, I think on they're it. always in the mix and they have money. So, I mean, that is the Heat culture, right? <laughs> Go get the best player in the world. Yeah, <laughs> I love saying that. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, they. I mean, like, I just it. it Pat Riley would do whatever it takes. And, no, yeah, um, for sure. They were like the favorite for Giannis until he resigned. That was really annoying. And it's, I mean, it's somewhere warm. He seems to be want to be somewhere warm. He wants to win, yeah, and they can yeah. sell him. So, I mean, if they could sell LeBron, they can sell him. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know. I wonder I mean, what, though. It's weird, like, why he chose Paul George. So I feel like if he wanted Paul George, he's going to want Jimmy. Yeah, I don't know. I it think seems so much similar. Well, that was know. that was wasn't that right off of Paul George's like top three MVP finish? Like he was, like he's still like I don't know. Not that he's, I I don't know. I think he's kind of been underrated kind of lately, or maybe I'm just still kind of in the OKC Paul George mindset. But I don't know, man. The man's six nine, bangs threes, can score how he wants, and he's a really good defender. Like that was their whole selling point. Was like. I mean, what was Paul George the closest similarity player to Kawhi? Right, like, am I missing somebody? As far as it's just like it's he and Kawhi are kind of like Wade and LeBron. Like they're not when you play kind of like the same way. It's weird to just have two of you on the court. Like it's just never going to be a great fit. I feel like I I, I don't know. Um, I, I disagree it's, with it's the whole. It's just going to be like you take turn. Yeah. You you have a possession. The next possession is my turn. Like it's just—it's never going to be a natural thing. Yeah, um, I get that. But it's just—if you look at before this year, like the last three times Paul George lost in the playoffs, it's ended badly. Like the way he ended in Utah, and then Portland, and then like last year to um, whoever they lost to, um, Denver. That's like the last, his last game was like. Five for 21, six for 19, four for seven. It's like, ooh, that's ugly. And, um, yeah, maybe they want to move on got, from him, you know. Yeah, and, I mean, now it's kind of hard you can't because he was so incredible. And, yeah, I mean, I think I'll say I just, like, I agree. I think people just, because everybody only cares what you do in the playoffs, in the NBA, yeah. and, like, they remember only your last game. Okay. So now people, like, will think LeBron's terrible because he lost the first round and, um, so people were just like, oh, you hit the side of the backboard, Paul George, you're horrible. It's like, no, he's actually good. He had yeah. a bad final yeah. two games against uh, Denver. And, um, they remember him like saying the thing about, oh, that was a bad shot by Dane. It's like, but he had a great year that year. Yeah. So, no, I I agree. And, I mean, he's, again, he's incredible in this test, and now people probably think highly of him. But, um, but no, it's a sport where you only remember the last thing he did, so. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, all the last time where Jimmy was the second best player in the league. Like, it's how people are, so. Right. I miss that era when it was like those three were so close in their perception. Yeah. Um, And then for a while, it was pretty set in stone that it was Kawhi, Paul George, Jimmy. And then after last year, Jimmy kind of... I still don't think I ever put Jimmy over Paul George. Maybe that sounds crazy, but... Now it's closer, but with, you know, Kawhi is the clear one. I just always, I just thought that was cool. It was like those three wings were like so similar, you know, to well, the players. Play yeah, yeah. And then and most don't, most guys yeah. in that position kind of don't, so. 
Oh, because that was okay. Now I'm remembering too, because that was back in my Sixers got to find that wing 2018 offseason when uh had a bunch of cap space. Um, that was when Kawhi got moved, also. Oh, that was tough, and then because the, that was when the burner stuff happened. <laughs> so, yeah, oh my god, the year the process gets cap space and your GM totally and completely blows it. You know who they signed, by the way? Wilson Chandler. <laughs> oh, I remember him. Oh, God. Sorry, I had to get my little Sixers part into it because I'm selfish. <laughs> Wilson Chandler. Um, I remember him on the Knicks. He was fun on the Nuggets, I think, too. Just like solid. He was always a solid guy, but he, he was out of gas <laughs> when he got to Philly. That's all right, though. Um, okay, we can uh, move on to, I guess, finals predictions. Um, I guess I can start. Um, I, it's, I mean, it's hard, obviously, because of the injury to um, Giannis, but... I, I still, and this is, I guess, I don't know, I guess with like a caveat, um, I think I used that word right, um, I think, say he misses only game one and comes back for game two, which I'm expecting to happen, mm-hmm. um, I think I'm going to take the box and six, um, just because I think if it goes to seven, it will be too hard to win in Phoenix, um. Hmm, okay. So, I just, because game, the, the home court's in Phoenix, right? I'm not. I believe yeah, so, yeah. They're, right. they're a two seed, okay. yeah. Yeah, I was just, in my head, I was thinking, for some reason I feel like it starts in um, Milwaukee, but yeah, yeah. Because um, I just, I don't know, I think winning a game seven in um, Phoenix would be hard. That crowd has been really impressive. Um, this playoffs, so, yeah, I'll, I'll go Milwaukee in six. Mm. Um, unless, I mean, and even, I don't know, even if they lose the first two, I, I still think that they could win the next two in Milwaukee and then steal game five next and just go on early. Run. Um, and I don't know, I think Chris Middleton will really step up and, um, I don't know, I think Giannis could win finals MVP just because he'll have some ridiculous stats with rebounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he's not quite himself, then I think... Middleton won MVP. Um, but I think Drew will really step up. He's not been great these playoffs. But I think he'll do a really good job defensively on Chris Paul or maybe if he guards Booker some. Um, and I think he'll hit some threes because, man, he's missed as many wide-open threes as I think a person can miss, especially that Brooklyn series. He's on the games where he was like 111, 32 to 13. I was like, mm-hmm. I think great for you again. Um, but I think Chris Middleton will play really well, have a couple like 30-point games. Um so, I mean, it's always an obvious guy that wins final every piece, so I think it'd be Henry Giannis. Um, but, yeah, Milwaukee in six, really close competitive games. If they don't win, I think Phoenix wins. Um, I think I'd, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so what do you think? Ooh, I am, like, this is, like, such, it's, it's nice to have, like, a tough one. 
you know, we're, I truly exactly, don't know. Yeah, I know. Um, I sat there for like 30 seconds debating. Because the history, my history side of me, like, you know, wanting to see the next GOAT type of stuff, because that's half of why I love LeBron. It's like, I, you know, this is the next GOAT. This is the GOAT now, right here. Um, so that side of me wants Giannis to go get it, you know, kill it, um, get his finals MVP, um, you know, all that. But I, I, man, I don't know, man. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Phoenix and seven. I just think there's that whole thing about, you know, why, um, you know, when they break down like the reason a player's prime happens when it happens, it's when they're not, their peak physically is, you know, when you're a rookie, right? Physically. But, you know, mentally, it balances out perfectly around that 27 to 32 range, right? And you're at your smartest when you're, you know, an older player, which we're seeing with Chris Paul. So I guess my theory kind of is his leadership is kind of putting that mentality into all their young guys. And that on top of, again, how perfect everyone fits into their role there, I think is a recipe for the Suns to win. But then again, I could, if I'm putting money on it, I would ask you to let me flip a coin. But I'm going to go, I'm going to go yeah. give the edge to Phoenix. And then part of it too is, it's probably been overblown, all the, all the buzz slander. So maybe that would be kind of funny if he like, if he like blows a game somehow. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, so, I mean, that, I mean, it could truly, that could be, you know, a thing. And it, it's interesting to see, you know, the Bucks got, you know, them, those three guys are all in that prime, you know, like their three stars are, now is their peak. So, I don't know. Should be interesting. I'm going to go with um, Suns and Seven. Okay. Speaking of Bud, just a second. Or I had him, like, fired in the parking lot after game five of the Brooklyn series. Oh, we're going to see. We're going to see uh, tweets where it's like, can can you fire someone during the finals? (laughs) I think we saw, can we fire someone during the playoffs for him as well, so. Yeah, I wanted to fire him even though they won the Brooklyn series. I was so mad. He could win the title and they, I'd still... If they win the title, he's still on the hot seat. <laughs> like... Well, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. You, it's interesting. That happens with players. Like, even though you won the game as a quarterback, you should still be benched next week. Even though, like, you, know, you threw the game-winning pass, you should still be fired. Or you yeah. should still be benched. Like, yeah. So that kind of stuff could happen with the coach, yeah. Um... Yeah, that's funny. But, um, yeah, it's like going from, you know, worst to first. Like, you did such a bad job that you, you locked into winning somehow. But. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, it's so it's it's going to be fun. Like, I mean, we said, we, we really don't know. We're kind of guessing with our predictions. At least I am. Yeah, same. Um, no idea what's going to happen. Um, I just don't think there will be a but, sweep, you know. Of any yeah, kind like that. But. I, I feel pretty confident it goes at least there. Then again, we said that about... Didn't we say that about Miami-Milwaukee? Ooh, this is going to be a juicy first-round series, and it was just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> so. Game one was really good. Yeah. The overtime game. Um, but, yeah, after that. So. 
Yeah, hopefully we won't get one of those. But um, yeah. yeah, I guess to be honest, if the injury gets worse or you know if he plays and gets hurt or something, that that's the one chance we have of not being good. Yeah. Oh, one more um, thing before we go. Did you see that someone was? I think it was Bleacher Report. It was so stupid. They they posted uh, it was like Jay Crowder finals appearances six. The rest of the the rest of the league or the rest of the guys in the series zero. And I was like six. He was okay. I guess the Cavs, and then he was drafted by the Mavericks, maybe back then. But still, and then I went back and looked. He wasn't on the Mavericks twenty eleven team, and then I remembered he was traded at the twenty eighteen deadline. So I was like, what on earth? And they meant. They meant finals games. Because uh, last year's series went six. And I was like... That, I was so annoyed by that. Like, come on. <laughs> Appearances does not mean games. Isn't he the only guy that's been in the finals on either of these games or something? Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just say that instead of six finals yeah, appearances. One finals appearance. That's, yeah, it was so stupid. It had me... My head was like spinning. I was like, I didn't know he was on that Mavericks team. I forgot because I remembered him being on the Cavs. I thought with LeBron, I didn't. I didn't realize he got traded with the Mavericks. Yeah, they blew that thing up. They, I think that that trade brought them, uh, like Rodney was Hood. That the, Isaiah, the Isaiah trade. He he came with Isaiah. Yeah, and then they Kyrie. sent they sent Isaiah to the Lakers for Larry Nance and Clarkson, and they think they sent Crowder for like. To the Jazz, Crowder and Derrick yeah. Rose, for like Rodney Hood, and I don't know who else. Corver? No, that doesn't sound right. I sent the link to somebody. Hang on. All that you said is right so far. It sounds like I remember Andre Zizic being in that uh, Isaiah Thomas. Kind of oh yeah, it was always I... like a random name. I remember. I only remember the only reason I know him is because of the trades. I only know Zizic because of that LeBron pass where he palms the ball and like fakes it or whatever. Oh yeah, that's a great pass. Let me find it. Twenty eighteen Cavs. What is the transactions basketball? And then we'll wrap it up because this is fun, right? Uh, twenty seventeen eighteen. Yeah. That's just amazing though that there's what thirty guys on the team and only one guy has made a finals. It it is yeah. Um, let me see. Rod, they got Rodney Hood. And that was it. What? The Cavs traded Crowder, Derrick Rose, and a second to the Jazz. They only that. Oh, and they got George Hill back in that trade. Okay, because they sent out Shumpert, Cash, and another pick to the Kings. Okay, so this basically they sent out Jay Crowder. Derek Rose and Shumpert and got George Hill and Rodney Hood and then they they flipped Channing Fry and Isaiah Thomas into Clarkson and Nance which I thought that was a really good trade deadline for them to really kind of because Crowder was yeah. not good in Cleveland I remember that or he was hurt or something and Derek Rose was like nothing like we all thought that was his last stop until you know he went to Minnesota but it's okay. like a 50-point game in Minnesota or something, I remember. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you still can do this? Mm-hmm. Yep, now he's doing his thing on the Knicks. Um, okay. George Hill, the missing piece for the Sixers this year, it turned out. <sighs> yeah. I wish they could have just gotten Muscala, too. 
Dwight sucks. Uh, next time we, Dwight sucks. Next time, yeah. Uh, next time we record, um, Johnny will tell you an interesting story you may have heard about how these two final teams once had a coin flip and once he met it up with Kareem. Oh, once yeah. he didn't. Um, very fascinating story. I had no idea about until like two weeks ago when I heard this final story was possible. Yep, saw the whole uh, Kareem gate or whatever. It's either the the Eric Bledsoe finals <laughs> or the Kareem finals. Take your pick. Yeah. Um, hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Um, enjoy the finals. Um, we'll be back soon, but I don't know, maybe halfway through the series or after a couple games to kind of recap what's happened so far. And hopefully Giannis is playing. Um, and, yeah, it should be a good one. We'll talk to you guys soon.